0: Welcome back to The Right Angle. The G-Man and Mo are here, and we were just discussing before we hit our record buttons uh, some some little segments that we may have coming in the future. But G-Man, do you want to kick that off tonight, or do you want to wait a little while?
1: Let's come up with a name for it first. Okay. And then we'll just use it when uh, every single podcast because <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: there's
1: so much crap out there that bugs me.
2: Oh, man.
1: That we'll have a little corner for 10 minutes or whatever, half hour, six hours,
0: whatever. Sounds good. All right. Well, let me, I'll start off with the top late breaking news. Did you see that the Supreme Court decision on affirmative action? No, I hadn't heard that. They just released it six to three striking down affirmative action at Harvard. And then I think University of North Carolina or something like that. And so, of course, the left is up in arms. And my favorite quote, the most telling one is, and I don't know who it was because there were about six quotes that the Daily Wire had, but one of them was, this means less opportunities for minorities, which means this means less carve-outs for minorities. Why would it mean less opportunities? Exactly.
1: Exactly. Are, does that mean that what they're doing is allowing people into Harvard that shouldn't be there to begin with? That's exactly what it means. Yep. There's people that, that they allow it. And, and I, I'm kind of curious as to what kind of person that would be that wouldn't make it normally but is trying to get in anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're sitting at home with your parents, you know, in your east side of Chicago, loading your guns for the evening. <laughs> And you're saying, gee, son, uh, you know, instead of not, you know, going to... Well, first of all, son, you didn't graduate high school. So, (laughs) but even though you didn't graduate high school, I think Harvard will allow you in because you're a certain color. So let's go give that a shot and see what they say when you go over there and apply.
0: Yeah, and not that kind of shot either, son.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's good comedy. That's good comedy when it's instantaneous. Yeah, Uh,
0: yeah. So... Yeah, that that is so telling when they just come right out and say that because there aren't these what is now unconstitutional rules or whatever, that it's going to hurt us. That's so silly.
1: Who, seriously, in all seriousness, who are they letting in that doesn't deserve to go to that puke school to begin with? Right. uh, That it is right now. And the other question and more telling is, if they've done this for at least four or five years, I want to know the graduation rate of the people that go in there and how maybe they handheld them all the way through just so that they could get them to graduate from Harvard. And then if they do that and you go around with your Harvard diploma and say, I'd like a job, and you go into that job and you can't read or write, they're going, what "What good is it?
0: Yeah, I've heard of, of not just blacks, but I mean, it it could be a minority, it may not be a minority that doesn't get into whatever, Harvard or Yale or something, and then finds a smaller college and just puts his or her nose to the grindstone, as they say, and just works, works, works just to prove. And then the proof I mean, maybe the person will succeed or maybe the person will fail. But at least, you know, it it wasn't under false pretenses, just like you said, because I know there have been people that get out and then it gives, I mean, it's got to give Harvard a bad name.
1: I would think so. (laughs) You got got these people going around that that can barely make it through, if if they can even do that. Yeah. I, I, I seriously don't know how they go into Harvard not knowing what they should know to get in there and then think that they're going to make it through that way. Because I guarantee you that when they get out and they can't do the skills that Harvard, quote, unquote, air quotes, yep. trained you in, they're going to fire you in an instant.
0: In an uh, instant. Yep. I mean, what what's the difference in that and giving someone, maybe a white guy, a nine-foot basket to shoot at instead of a 10-foot <laughs> basket?
1: Yeah, or or the the other guys can't come into this part of the circle. You get yeah. that free shot when you're right. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Make the make the playing floor level for everybody, yep. you know, when you do that. It's the same thing. It's the same type of thing. I would never ever think in my brain that I would apply at Harvard and I'm probably about hundred steps higher than these people that they're trying to get in there that shouldn't be in there.
0: Someone pointed out, and I've never thought of this, and I don't know why I hadn't thought of it, and maybe it's widely believed or thought of, but the person was saying that affirmative action in almost all social programs like the Great Society, those are basically reparations.
1: Oh, that's, that's a good way of uh, looking at it.
0: And we know they've cost trillions of dollars, and we know that they haven't worked categorically.
1: At all, period. Anyone that wants to learn will learn. Yeah. And as uh, Greg Gutfeld has said a couple of times, and I'm blaming him for this, he said, if you're black and you can read and write and you want to go to work, You have a golden key to practically anything out there that they'll hire you for.
0: Yeah, especially, I mean, it's probably always been like that, but nowadays is definitely no exception because there's so many, in so many different industries and professions, there's so many people who just give it a half-hearted try. I know at, at Liberty Bell's retail location where she works, there was a lady, she didn't say how old she was, but I'm guessing about 30 who started as a full-time employee. And after two days, she said, you know, two days in a row is as much time as I can spend on my feet, so I'm going to need to get a different schedule or a different job. (laughs)
1: They said that second part we like.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Get (laughs) out. Oh, man.
1: The stupidity of people nowadays, if they could hear themselves thinking, if that person... Were owning the business that she said that to. What would she? How would she react to something like that? Yeah. Oh, I know how you feel. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, go ahead and take three days off a week just because you're overweight and can't stand on your feet that long. I want one last comment on this thing with Harvard, and and that is that uh, that is reverse racism with what they're doing there. That's exactly what it is because they're taking black people and, you know, Mexicans or whatever, whatever. And they're putting them ahead of people that, you know, the apparently white that should be getting in and aren't allowed to because of that. What would happen if they did the same thing with another college and said, look, you, you're not smart enough. So we're not letting you in. That's the way it should be. That's the way it should be. That it's it's absolute one hundred percent reverse racism. That's what that is. Oh, how does it feel, G man, to have you know your your white supremacy and and you know your white superiority stuff stepped on by that? It doesn't doesn't bother me when I owe it because I understand that as I said, if I if I can't hack the academia of Harvard, I'm not yep. going to apply there. That's it. I went to Stanford, and I graduated cum, cum laude, and uh, I, I did that intentionally wrong. Yeah. okay? because yeah. that was always a joke, but but it you know, it's it it just burns me to no end that they do oh. that that crap. So,
0: well, before you go to your first topic on the heels of what you just said, is there a time when you have failed at something? I mean obviously um, it, little things here and there but something that you really thought you could succeed at and didn't Yeah. Um
1: god that's kind of putting me on so well of course not. I I've, I've succeeded <laughs> at everything. It's it's been wonderful. Uh anything anything of any magnitude Yeah. Uh, I I would have to say probably not because when given me the circumstance to do whatever, I would either say I can't, yeah, you know, or or that's you know that's impossible or whatever, okay, and wouldn't do it or whatever. If I if I tried it and failed, at least I tried it. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, not n- nothing like applying for Harvard and not getting in, right, right, because okay. I just wouldn't do it. I know my yeah. limitations. How about that? Okay. And that about, causes me to not do that stuff?
0: How about this question? You play golf fairly regularly. Are you as good as maybe 30 years ago you thought you'd be playing as much as you do
1: i I have been literally interestingly enough <laughs> uh, talking with my golf partners that I've golfed with for 40 years i said I said I play about the same that I did. Forty years ago, I'm I'm a, I'm pretty much a bogey golfer. I might be I might be a, a a 16 handicap on 18 holes, and I've been that way my entire career. That's I've had amazing. some really great rounds, yeah, and I've had some really crappy rounds. <laughs> and the beautiful thing of it is, is that everybody that I play with doesn't take it. You know, not my any of them that I play with. They they're out there for fun they're out there for camaraderie and you know if they have a great game they'll go home and take a nap and think about it and be ready for next week
0: <laughs> okay that's
1: just how they all look at it yeah and and that's that's what it is so i guess
0: i i, I literally hadn't thought about it but there there's some things you do because you enjoy them not necessarily to get better although i mean everyone wants to get better it's something especially like golf but it's amazing how many people will keep golfing or bowling or I mean they don't have to be sports they could be other things and they must just enjoy them enough or it brings them enough relaxation or you know camaraderie that they don't in the end they don't really care if they're not getting a little better or a lot better would you agree
1: it 100 percent Again, as I said earlier, I know my limitations. Yeah. And my my limitations are such that if I have a great round of golf, I go, wow, that was pretty nice. I know I probably won't do that the next three (laughs) times, you know, but for the next three times when I shoot half again as much, I'll remember that one and it will come back to me again. And with golf, I know what I'm doing wrong, but I keep doing it. So it's like the guy or girl that gets married eight times. Yeah, you know, I know yeah. what I'm doing wrong, but I still got to do it. Okay, so that's that.
0: Very good. All right, over to you. Well, when I went to shoplift over
1: at Kohl's today, <laughs> um, and uh, I was—I've told you before about their handicap spots. Yeah, and how many they have, and whatever. Well, thank the Lord, I found a uh, parking space that they had reserved for the great associates and i was able to park in that so there's two spots along yeah. with the 16 handicapped people i say so, you know in Coles nowadays i don't know maybe if there's 16 people in the store Ooh. much less uh people in wheelchairs yeah but they they reserve these two spots for the what they call the great associates and i thought this is so good i'm so grateful that they have those spots there for them. And I hope they don't come to work while I'm there. And, I'm, so.
0: and we're, neither of them were taken? Neither one of them were taken.
1: <laughs> so apparently they, their associates aren't so great, you know, but uh, uh, at the same time, I got my spot. That's I, awesome. It's either that one or pregnant women Yeah. when they're up close. Those two spots, I'm always looking for those.
0: So, where was the great associate spot compared to the pregnant woman or the handicap? Were they even more premium?
1: The 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 great associate was in between two <laughs> handicap spots.
0: Oh my gosh! And
1: I the the pregnant women one they got rid of I think because they saw me parking in it too much. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, sometimes I went and forgot my wife, and so they probably go, you know, hey, you're not pregnant, and I go, you don't know. <laughs> I might be transitioning. Stay away from me. Don't bully me. I'm going to use a spot, and I might buy something if you're real nice to me, or I might steal something if you aren't.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. They always like it when you come in. Yeah. They they send out a text alert to all their associates that work there. The G-man is in the house. Yeah,
1: here comes that guy that parks in my spot. I got here 10 minutes after he did, and I didn't get oh. my spot. <sighs> okay. Um, speaking of Harvard. Yes. I wanted to bring this up a couple weeks ago, but since we've talked about how stupid Harvard is, they offer a course. I don't know, maybe, maybe I did tell you about this. They offer a course in OBGYN pediatrics to identify LGBTQIA. In newborns and infants,
0: I think you did. I think you we talked about okay, that.
1: I didn't okay. check it off at the time, but since we were talking about Harvard and how stupid they are they have they have that course there that they think they can identify newborns as all of those things and even infants, which of course is which is one hundred percent impossible
0: it's. Oh my God!
1: So so here I am, thinking this is how I think. I go, oh my God, my God. There's there's some people at Harvard that come up with courses for things, and there's this jack brain that is in there going, Hey, hey, let's come up with something in the pediatrics and see if we can really find out if these if these kids are queer when they're four months old, or or we'll take that that age up to three. And and then we can talk to them when they're three, and say, "How are you feeling? How are you feeling? Are you feeling queer? <laughs> you want to trans? You want to cut anything off your body? You know? Do you feel like it's extra weight? Because we can do that here for you, and we'll study you."
0: Yeah, I guess part of the reason that they probably instituted that class is though is because it guaranteed them at least three or four or five years, because. They're not going to know until they do the follow-up research. And who knows, it could take 20 years. So that's just cash in the bank for all those people that are working on that project.
1: That's exactly correct. Every, well, it's, it's all cash in the toilet. Yeah. that's where it's yeah. going to go. And you can flush that right down that. Because, because when they're done with their surveys and studies and things, I want to be there at the table. Yeah. And I just want to stare at them when they say well we, we found that you know infants can't talk so we don't know <laughs> if they really were queer or fags or you know uh, wanted tattoos and nose piercings and everything like that we just couldn't we couldn't make them understand what we were t- asking them
0: because, and you and you know it's going to be a biased study anyways because they're not going to want to disprove whatever they tried to prove so i exactly. would put no stock in that at all
1: Exactly, which is why I want to be at the table, because if they're trying to to prove what they were talking about, I would go, you are completely insane, and you need to be in a barred hotel, because you're a (laughs) moron. You're a 100% moron. I can't stand it! These people are idiots!
0: God. (laughs) Have I had a good one of those? In a couple of weeks, weeks. So, oh,
1: I can't. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm all, right. Right. all right. Well, speak,
0: speaking of money down the toilet, I just read this morning, and I don't know if you've seen this, if if this was just out, but some, I don't know if it was a federal agency or an independent agency or something, but they've calculated within relative certainty that at least $200, $200 billion in Kung Flu relief was basically stolen or fraudulent. So people applied for it, they didn't need it, or they didn't meet the qualifications. You know, during that time, three years ago, basically, they were just giving out money hand over fist to anyone for anything. And surprise, surprise, $200 billion wasted or used illegally. That's all? <laughs> well, some people say it's more, some people say it's less, but we know it's at least that.
1: When they take what they were given, they legitimize the idiocy of that whole thing. Yeah. You know, when, here, listen, you know, we know that this, well, they didn't say that, but everyone knows that it was just another flu virus. And so, but we need to push it on everybody, including students and whatnot. So, here, we're going to give you some money. Okay. Yeah, I'll take it. Uh oh.
0: I was at the barber shop today. I had a new barber, the guy who I've been going to, you know, not forever, but quite a while. I called them, and it was a busy signal, and then I looked on the internet, and it said closed permanently, so I had to find a new barber, and I have this experience, a couple things, it seems like every barber I've gone to, where, you know, whether it's your first time there, you've been there a while, they're cutting your hair, and it seems like they'll pick up like five or six brushes and combs, and they'll keep changing you know, the electric shavers or shears or whatever. And I get the feeling that if I turned around, there would only be one of each, and he's just trying to do that to impress me.
1: (laughs) For that $35 haircut that you have every time you go in there.
0: Oh, I I don't really understand why uh, it takes so many different things. And then the other thing that was funny, and I I didn't say this because I just met the guy, but I should have... He was finishing and he goes, Do you have you put any product in your hair? And I was going to say, Well, do you consider water a product? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) because that's about it. Oh man, it's so funny. There's there's two other guys in there, fairly young 20 ish, and they were like. You know, showing pictures to their barbers and like, oh well, what do you think about this? And, you know, oh, you know, oh, geez, I've got this colic, and you know, I don't know what to do with it. And I don't know. Have you ever? <laughs> I can't imagine the answer to this is yes, but have you ever made a fuss over what your haircut looks like?
1: <laughs> Not <laughs> one single time. Every time they hold the mirror up behind me, and I, you know, I'm trying to look. Yeah. Hey, it looks great. Looks great. Yep. I, I trust your judgment. I'm ready to leave and go out into society. Yep.
0: And you, back in the day, you had long hair. And I think you said, did it gradually, did you gradually just get it cut shorter? Or did you make a decision that, hey, this time I'm going to get it cut short? And then have you had a similar hairstyle, so to speak, for a long time?
1: I've had the same hairstyle, literally. And I remember when I started this one was when my sister got married in in that godforsaken state california and i went to her future husband's barber and he completely changed my hair which was fine i didn't give a crap you know it's uh, yeah. uh, he did it and I, I i've just left it that way ever since i in other words in other words i used to part it on the side and he parted it down the middle so and and I just said whatever, you know. It's my sister's wedding. If you want to screw up my hair, it's on you. By the way, speaking of barbers, <laughs> I had this really funny comedian on TV once and he said, "So do you ever do you ever think about going to get a haircut in China?" He said, "You know, in, in oh, America, geez. you go into a you go into a a barbershop and you have all these pictures of all these, you know, 40, 50 right. hairdos of women and men." He says, "You go into a a barbershop in China, and there's these pictures. What what you want? You want Mo? Do you want Mo? (laughs) Do you want Mo, or do you want Mo? Of the Three Stooges. Because they all have that. Straight across, cut, straight down. They all look like Mo from the Three Stooges. You want to look
0: like Mao Zedong or Kim (laughs) (laughs) Jong-il.
1: That would be the updated version of it.
0: Oh my gosh. And then while I was in there, I had this thought that you, I'm sure, can comment on, then you can Take the reins back, but, you know, small talk, the weather, what are you going to do for the fourth? What else, what, what do you consider small talk, and where do you think the dividing line is between small talk and something more substantial? With my barber? Barber or anyone.
1: Um, anything other than sex is, uh, <laughs> is on the board for me, and, and I don't mind talking about it. yeah
0: but these uh, for for people that you know yeah mostly okay yeah
1: yeah for people I know for my barber yeah uh, I you know I would talk about anything the the one that I had I'm curious why didn't your barber tell you that he was you know quitting or retiring just
0: just that kind of guy I think oh okay pretty I mean he would he would cut my hair in like 10 minutes at the most and this guy took like thirty, and I think it's basically the same haircut, <laughs> just cost forty <40% laughs> yes. percent more. But uh, so do you do you talk like politics, current events? Obviously, sports isn't controversial, but I mean the whole gamut, or
1: I I talk politics with my latest barber almost one hundred percent because of what you know happened to him.
0: Oh, I, oh, 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 that's right. So yes. he, i didn't realize he was actually your barber. I thought yeah. you. Okay. Yeah, I went oh, to right. uh,
1: somebody else. You know, in the meantime, and then I, I went once or twice to somebody else, and I thought, ah, you know, whatever. And then I heard about this guy a year or so ago. That what happened a year and a half ago. I said, so I'm going to go up and get my haircut from that guy, and you know, 100% politics, sharp as a whip. And he's 78 years old, I think. Yep.
0: That's cool. So you And so you've obviously gone back and he's your barber now? Yes, yes. Oh, neat. Yeah, yep. you wonder, did he say if that ended up being a good thing for him or in terms of business? That ended up being
1: a very bad thing for him. Really? Uh, yes. He wound up having to, he had to pay what they made him do. Yeah. And someday... When I don't care where you know where I live, out there in the audience, I'll tell you exactly. I'll tell Mo afterwards if he wants to know. But but if i said anything about it, you'd know. Yeah. Okay. Approximately where I live and, and all that stuff. So. Okay. But he did pay the price for it
0: okay but he didn't get like new customers because of it like people I like you? he's
1: never said he has huh. because because he's been cutting hair for 65 years yeah and i would imagine everybody that he cuts hair for in that small town he lives in comes back to him and then their kids and their kids come back to him he's never never got doesn't have an empty or oh, he always has a full barber shop when i go there all
0: right you're up
1: so this is the one that I have been trying to get to. It's been I don't know 3 weeks since I saw this on TV. Okay. But the I, I saw this thing on one of the news stations and it's it was called the campaign for size freedom. Uh-oh. And it was it, what caught my ear was was that they said that this was the National Association to Advance Fat Acceptance. I heard that and I said, The second you hear anything that says National Association, guess what? You're paying for it. Yeah. You're paying for that in your taxes. And they had this extremely horizontally challenged woman at the microphone talking about how proud she was that she was able to force this down our throat about this advancement for fat acceptance now i heard that too and i said you know what you say you're fat okay i i didn't not accept you because you were fat why do we have to pay taxpayer dollars for you to go around and do what you do i don't even know what she does to go around and and do town hall meetings and say, hey, listen, you know, you guys have to learn to accept people like me. And everyone's sitting around going, what What? What are you talking about? We, we did accept you until you came in with this foolhardy stupidness and said that, you know, you're from the government stating that we have to accept you because you're that way.
0: I mean, unless they are looking for, like, accommodations like that story from several months ago about the two portly people on the plane, if they want, you know, Sort of like a handicap spot in a parking lot if they think that every plane needs like four basically fat seats where they've taken two and combined them into one big one. I mean, other than that, do they, are they just, I don't know, do they want like hate speech laws so they can't be called fat or something?
1: Uh, you know, what are you going to do? Get rid of the word fat. And is that going to change anything from what you are? When when they look at you or see you or whatever and whatever they're gonna whatever they're gonna say you are in their brain, it's gonna be fat. That's what it is. When you're fat, and this lady was like needing to lose some lbs uh, behind the microphone there. So you you literally can't take the human consciousness and change it with law. It won't happen. It never will happen, ever in history of. Of humankind you will not legislate thought into people it won't happen but I just thought it was rather rather sad and tragic that she has to stand behind the microphone and say I'm so proud that we've got the government to spend money on things and, and, and again I don't know what she did for the National Association to spread the word that you should accept people that are fat
0: it seems like it's sort of gone on the tails of the lgb whatever whatever in terms of acceptance and aren't we wonderful because in the the good old days of not very long ago when a celebrity or whoever would lose you know 100 pounds that person would be celebrated and looked up to and it's now like oh well why did you do that? You made uh, the rest of us look bad and, and weren't you happy with what you had? It's just such yeah, a f- twisted, yeah. I mean, next thing, I mean, will smokers do the same thing where if they quit smoking, they look down on instead of applauded? I mean,
1: people that quit smoking.
0: Yeah, quit, quit smoking. It's like, oh, well, why yeah. did you quit? Now you make the rest yeah. of us look bad.
1: Said the doctor that takes care of cancer patients, you know, I gotta have you around so I can have a job.
0: Gosh, unbelievable! That's funny. You mentioned well, I, I guess I mentioned smoking. But there's a lady who came up to me today, in the place where we work, and there's a like a designated sm- smoking area outside. And she must have been new. And she goes, she said, you know, excuse me, is the place where I can smoke out there? And I was gonna say, yeah, or you could just not smoke at all. <laughs> You can't bully me,
1: and you can't shame me into not smoking. That's my right. I can do that if I want to. <laughs> and by the way, every pack of cigarettes, five dollars and sixty cents, goes to oh your taxes. Oh my gosh!
0: Unbelievable. Do you think is, is is that mandated? You know, like supposedly, the the lottery is mandated to education. Laugh, laugh. But is yeah, really? are all the are all the taxes on smoking? I mean, are those going into like a healthcare subsidy fund or are they going to fund the roads or you know, new liberal policies? Do you know is there any direct tie-in to that?
1: I have no clue. And I would I would be afraid to ask because the answer would probably be I don't know.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Your
1: tax money could go anywhere at any time. The money that you're supposed to be spending on the roads sometimes doesn't go to the roads. And I know that for 100% fact because yep. I knew of the guy that ran the Department of Transportation in my state.
0: Did he give any idea of a percentage or if it kind of ebbs and flows depending who's in power? Or
1: He didn't say this, but I'm assuming it's who's in power as to where it goes. Yeah. But when the wrong people are in power, they can really, really cut back on your yearly amount of money you get. For other stupid things. And how do they do that? How how, do, how does a governor, which is what it would be of a state, how do they have the power to say, I'm taking the money away from there and putting it over here for people to go to this clinic to pop their pimples instead right. of paving the roads?
0: Yeah, it, it sort of seems like, I don't know how long executive orders, I, I mean, they've been around for a long time, but they seem to be more and more kind of the way that it's either the governor or if it's the president usurps the Congress and how things are supposed to be. Because, you know, you always hear, according to the, the Constitution, that little thing, that Congress has the purse strings. But it's amazing, other than the budget, which is always a big flim-flam, It always seems like it's the president or the governor who is deciding, to your point, where the money goes. And it just doesn't seem to be working so well.
1: Yeah, exactly. They can do whatever they want with that money, and they know it. But it seems like there should be earmarks for certain things like like roads, infrastructure, bridges, all that kind of stuff. The important things for everybody in America. Yeah. As opposed to the ridiculously stupid things like the National Association to Advance Fat Acceptance.
0: Oh, gosh. Uh, Well, I guess we'll see how how well that does. If that'll be another one of those things that kind of fades away, because I obviously don't use TikTok, but you hear on TikTok and other places of just, you know, fat people literally saying, here's how much I ate today. And they just recite everything. Oh, for breakfast I had, you know, (laughs) they, I guess they do. And it's like they're, they're, I don't know that they're influencers or celebrities in their own kind of right, but that's, that's basically what they do is they eat five or 6,000 calories a day and they tell people about it. It's, it's just twisted.
1: Hey, I don't want to belabor this too much, but I just thought of this. I, my, my sister had a friend who was enormous in college and they both went out to visit my other sister, which was in that left-wing state. Uh, I don't know. This is, this was 35 years ago, but I'll never forget this. They were watching TV and my sister and her roommate were down on the floor watching the television and my other sister and her obese friend were sitting in chairs behind him. And the obese person took her leg off of her other leg, because she was cross-legged, <laughs> oh. and she put it down on the ground. And and as God is my witness, my sister's roommate goes, earthquake. Because they had earthquakes <laughs> out there. And she she thought from her slant, or putting her foot down on the ground, and it vibrating, that it was the start of an earthquake. Oh my gosh. So this girl... Poor girl that was overweight. Uh, yeah. She got a nickname. She, her Her real name started with an E, and they called her Earthquake. And, you know, I don't want to tell her what her name is, but that, that was so funny. She, oh, she got up real serious like, Earthquake. And, you know, I never knew what happened after she said that, but it's like, you know, what do you say? It's like, uh-huh. oh, I, you know, uh, oops. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. Oh, my God.
2: Uh, it's
1: unbelievable. Right, there you go. There's there's my
2: my obese person thing. CeCe, no. is that you? It is. It's me. Uh, oh my <laughs> god.
0: Oh I oh, c oh, 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 I can't, I can't oh, oh. be still. <laughs> what's uh what's cooking, CeCe?
2: <laughs> well, I don't know. There's too much going on. What did I miss? What have we already covered?
0: Oh, my gosh. Well, give me the
2: cliff notes. Yeah, the,
0: uh, the cliff notes of this episode would be the Supreme Court ruling on affirmative action and uh, the misspending of money, which is a never-ending government problem. Um, we had to take a little pause. We, we talked about a lot of little things, but really no other big things. G-Man, anything that comes to mind?
1: No, this was just a fireside chat, Cece. So and did, we had yeah. a bunch of little things that were bothering me yeah. more than anybody else. And I had to bring them up because I had to get them off of my chest. So did, By the way, I'm transitioning when I say that. So <laughs> You're transitioning uh, anyway, from
2: uh, one party to the other? Or is that what you're saying? Exactly. Oh, That's oh what man. I meant. Okay. That's why I like you, because you have good comedy. Good. So.
0: So, Cece, we have to ask, and maybe you have an update, maybe you don't, anything new on the UFO guy, the
2: pilot? Oh, no, I have not made any progress. Actually, I have not attempted any progress there. Okay. Yep. Uh, It
0: seems like that that still uh, continues to be in the news. Um, It does. But I don't know if that means anything or if it's a distraction. What do you think?
2: I don't know. I saw there was some... uh, uh, it seems like they gathered it a while ago, but they just gathered some things off the ocean floor that they thought were parts of you know, a UFO that hit the ocean. Did you see that? No. Yeah, that was pretty. Uh, wow. Kind of crazy.
0: Yeah. Holy smokes. But uh... Well, did you, sp- speaking of that sort of, did you see the latest on the Chinese spy balloon that they've recovered more stuff and it had like American made parts in it?
2: No, I just. <laughs> yeah. I just I mean, seriously. Yeah. I just saw one article. I read a headline. It said Chinese balloon was not recording data while passing over the U.S. <laughs> Who wrote that Says headline? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh man. Yeah. yeah, yeah they. They. They alert. didn't give the complete rundown, but yeah, it. It, it was, uh, and the Chinese, I guess. I don't know threatened you can't tell anyone what we were really doing or what was in there or we're going to somehow get back at you for who knows what it's just senseless like so many other things but what do you what do you have uh that you can talk to us about
2: <laughs> Well so you already uh, commented on the Obama's crying about the Supreme Court ruling Yeah we didn't wham, wham, we didn't wham, call him out but
0: what did he what did he say
2: <laughs> Oh well apparently uh, well, <laughs> I was going to say him and him, but, um, Ooh, he got to erase that, though, but I couldn't resist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you didn't have to say any more uh, than that. <laughs> Mike and Barack. Yeah. You know, <laughs> um, <laughs> these are all the things that we really just can't say. We uh, just really can't say. <laughs> if we ever want to get past 50 on the listenership, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, since we're not going ahead.
2: 50 million. <laughs> I mean 50. When I say 50, I mean 50 million. Right. Yeah, right. Going to 100. But mm-hmm. uh, no, no. Apparently they were just, oh, the young people will have no chances now growing up. It's just going to be impossible for them to get ahead, you know? And then. Uh, Tim Scott said, "You guys are full of it. You're like speak." What he said, he like say they're speaking from the depths of hell or something like that. It was wow, an interesting <laughs> quote. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know how they
0: can. I mean, people like Tim Scott and I mean, name it, Clarence Thomas. Why they poo poo their experiences of growing up poor and having to fight for everything they got? And is it their Are they just secretly jealous of them? That they're successful and happy I don't I don't get that they don't think blacks can be conservatives
2: yeah well be just because it's the way it's been forever and so they're trying not to uh, get the narrative changed, and it's sad but more and more waking up so but sure so but sure yeah, All right. I was kind of scaling here to see if I could find that quote exactly, but oh wait, here it is. It's pretty funny. He said, uh, "A lie from the pit of hell." <laughs> 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 That's what the Obama statement was. Uh, yeah, so oh, pretty bad. Yeah. Um, let's see what else? Um, warnings. Um, don't. Don't go to the Caribbean on your boat with the, your uh, graduation buddies and then dare somebody at night to jump into the water that shark-infested. Yeah. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, lost one of their good friends that way. Pretty stupid. So yeah. They literally
0: dared the person to jump yeah.
2: in? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I believe it was uh. at night shark-infested waters. So just so ridiculous. You know, these people just whether alcohol was already a
0: factor or not
2: but it's just how do people just not teach their children to not grow up and just be so sucked in by the crowd you know so sad and wait a minute wait
1: a minute there's a late breaking statement from one of the sharks
2: (laughs) 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 oh Oh, man while we're at it is there one for the octopus that was down at the bottom of the sea?
0: definitely hey so here's here's something i was thinking of and and i'm glad you're on cc because this this i hadn't really thought about it a lot but when i thought about it it really kind of struck a chord and i i know both of you will have good input on it so i was thinking about tolerance and intolerance and compassion. And typically intolerance is thought to be a bad trait. You know, oh, he's so intolerant. And then I'm thinking when you're, when you're driving your car or when you're starting your car in the morning, how many times out of a thousand will you tolerate it not starting?
1: He says to the guy that owns a Jaguar and a BMW.
0: <laughs> or More specifically. Hard to relate to that question, I
2: guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay.
0: Well, how about, how about this? Are you, CC, CC, have you ever heard of Sigma six by chance? Oh yeah. Okay. I, the company I used to work for, they were doing a manufacturing video about, about that, which I didn't completely understand. And so maybe you can, you can speak to it better, but basically You know, you think, well, if something is 99% reliable, like if I turn on my computer and it only crashes one out of 100 times, that's pretty good. And then you think, if I was flying in a plane and every time 100 planes took off, one of them crashed, that would be horrible. So what? talk a little bit more about Sigma-6. And I guess the reason where I'm going with this is the intolerance that society should or shouldn't have for a lot of the crap that's going on now.
2: But how come you want to particularly relate this to Six Sigma?
0: Well, that was the, that was sort of the topic of the video, but I had revisited it. And basically, you know, they were talking about in the airline industry, I mean, what is the percentage that is tolerable before something goes wrong? I mean, is it like one in a million flights and I'm not talking catastrophic, just, you know, something goes wrong. What is tolerable in the industry for how how good a plane has to be?
2: Well, everything in the airline industry pretty much has three redundant systems on the airplane. Any, any of the major functions, whether it's the electrics or the hydraulics, uh, the pneumatics at the end of the day are important but they're not vital for your air conditioning your pressurization because you can always go down and get it to a lower altitude but if you don't have control over your flight control systems then things can get pretty messy so at the end of the day for those types of things I mean it's it's essentially zero tolerance so I would say you'd be very intolerant as a engineer and manufacturer although I, I did hear a story about the Boeing people a guy who was there at the factory when they were creating a certain airplane and they uh, said yeah we know we're going to have a certain number of losses but the bean counters have figured all that into this and you know we can accept a couple but I know that was a number of years ago and uh, whether that was old thinking or that one group of people at that particular company at that one time. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, the goal for, I mean, look at the airlines, how many miles they fly and how many flights they fly every day. Yeah, I mean, the, exactly. The goal is, I mean, obviously, it's zero, zero yeah. fatal accidents. That's what and zero fatal airplane malfunctions, And any of them that come about, They're small enough that whatever else you have there is going to be able to maintain you till you get on the ground.
0: So how about tolerating, like, gay pride and not not being intolerant of stuff like that in society and in culture? Why is it so bad to be intolerant?
1: Of gay pride? Yeah. Uh, It's not bad as far as I'm concerned. Everybody out there, I think it's great. I'm, I'm, you know, because I, I, if you want to go pretty deep, it's religion. Yeah. As yeah. far as I'm concerned, you know, I, <clears throat> I, I go by the Bible, and I don't care what anybody says anywhere, anytime, uh, that the Bible says you don't lay down with the same sex when you're together or whatever there is. And I, I personally don't like anybody shoving that crap down my throat when I don't like it to begin with. OK, so, hey, how about they're being intolerant about me trying to be tolerant about my religion? That's what they're doing. They're intolerant of my religion.
0: Amen. Amen. So, so shove it her up here, you know what? See, oh, good to have the three of us together. Cece, what are, what are some things that you think that you are justifiably intolerant of? That other people might say, oh, CC, why are you so intolerant of that?
2: Well, I think, as with many things in this world, it all comes down to communication. So I would have to go and look up, but I bet if you asked 10 people, I bet you'd get 10 different definitions of intolerant. Right? Yep. I would agree.
0: Are you looking it up right now? I am.
2: (laughs) I'm not really liking the first, the first one, which breaks all rules is not, is not tolerant, which is, you know, that, that is, that is wrong. That you're not supposed to use the word in a definite, in a, in a, right. In a definition of a word. Yeah. So this one's better. I'll just give good old Merriam Webster a, uh, all right. Kudo here. First one, unable or unwilling to endure. So what is it that in G-Man's situation, the gay people are trying to get him to endure? Endure what? Endure the fact that they are, and if this is what a, quote, gay or whatever you know one of those phrases you want to use because there's a number of them they use so if you have two people of the same sex in a relationship and it is beyond a hug and holding hands and it goes any further than that in a sexual way then that by the majority of definitions of anybody who believes in what the Bible says goes against what the Bible says. So, if that person is doing that act, then I would be saying that there's no reason that you should not, if your beliefs are such as what is in the Bible, you should be unable or unwilling to endure that. So agreed. That's there's, yep. there's no reason um now now this is you know unwilling to grant equal freedom of expression especially in religious matters so the point is if they want to if they want to be in their house and they want to go to work it's just we don't need a parade we don't need a billboard we don't you know and if you do it on TV or in a movie, I'm I'm just not going to watch it. I'm not going to do it, you know. And, yeah, in my opinion, it's wrong. So are you going to call that intolerant? Now, if I'm going to say you can't do it and you should go to jail for doing it, you know, which there could in some circles be made an argument for that. But yeah. um, I'm not going to be a judge and jury, and if they're – injuring nobody else but themselves, which I also believe they are, um, then, you know, that's up to them. But as soon as it goes beyond two, then I think there's a problem with it. I
0: I think I'm probably looking at the same, one of the same definitions as you are. And one of the, it doesn't say synonym, but it says similar, is narrow-minded and small-minded, which leads you to believe, of course, an intolerant person is a bad thing. But when I read narrow-minded, I think of our friend, uh, eternal friend, Jesus, who said something about, broad is the way that leads to destruction, but narrow is the way that leads to whatever. Those aren't the quotes. but So being narrow-minded is not at all necessarily a bad thing in many circumstances. Well,
2: because it, it's not saying you have to be narrow minded in your, every viewpoint of every part of your life. It's saying yep. on that one particular subject, you know? Yeah. If you say, uh, if somebody, if, if somebody in, uh, somebody in uh, second grade keeps putting two plus two is five and three plus three is seven, the teacher is going to be intolerant to that and correct it because it's wrong. So is that teacher narrow-minded because she's enforcing the law of mathematics? I don't think so. Exactly.
0: Yeah, that, that was another example I had thought of too. To, I mean, you're not being... Is, is there a difference between being... G man, I'll open this to you. Being tolerant and being compassionate?
1: Is there a difference? Yeah. Uh, I Yes, I would say definitely there's a difference between the two. If If somebody uh you know tolerates gay people okay they tolerate them do they have i i don't know i'm just speaking for myself yeah the, the, i don't have the compassion for them i don't go oh gee whiz you know i i just wish you would do it correctly i mean you know i mean be with a man and a woman and all that kind of stuff uh but uh, I, you know, I don't, I, I can't, can't, ask me cause I'm not tolerant of him to begin with and I have yeah. zero compassion for him.
0: I still say you can shove it up your. Well, how about, uh, is it bad to be intolerant of a crazy driver who's going down the road, zigzagging or whatever? I mean, it just seems like intolerance is getting a bad name.
1: It is. You're trying to right a wrong sometimes when you're doing that. Yeah. Uh, you know, you want to go up next to the guy that's weaving around and cutting you off, and you want to tell him who's number one when you pull up beside him and say, don't do that anymore, because you can injure people when you do that. It's the same thing, but, you know, I'm sick and tired of people going around and saying, I don't care what they do in their house or whatever. You know, I don't want them living in their house next door to me doing that stuff. I can't handle it. I can't handle it at all. Like I told you, that person in Costco. Yeah. I, I can't be around those kind of people. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, well, did you know that so-and-so was gay? No, I didn't. But now that you told me, I don't want to be around him anymore. Don't shove it down. Uh, no, wait, I can't say that. Don't shove that stuff at me. Okay. I'm sorry.
0: No. For them. <laughs> yeah, that, it just really struck me that uh, the things that you should, I, I guess that would be a good list for people to consider. What should you tolerate in your life and what should you not tolerate in your life? I, because I think if you, if you were honest with yourself, there would be a lot more things that you would not tolerate than you do tolerate.
1: You tolerate the good. You don't tolerate the bad pretty simple
2: yeah what's good and bad nowadays make a list yeah check it twice
0: could they have a restaurant where eggs drop right out of a chicken and they crack and that's what you eat or not (laughs) yummy (laughs) well it would be
2: good but with a cow back there for the milk and (laughs) yeah oh man
0: no but But I mean, like bread, how often do you have a piece of bread without butter, without peanut butter, without a sandwich, without doing something
2: to it? Like when you Never. put it under your head and you do a handstand on it and then you eat it? <laughs> yep. That's what I used to do. Do you know? I wonder, do you know why I used to
0: do that, CC?
1: Wait a minute, you did? I did. I think we all did it.
0: <laughs> it had the cool hair imprints in it. I always remember that.
2: Well, that but gave you more minerals to... with the hair in
0: it. <laughs> but... See or Mo? How often or Mo? Oh, uh, <laughs>
2: well, we, <got> <laughs> we got him flustered. Got him flustered. Yeah, <laughs> no you, you got me flustered. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gee, man, how often do you have just a slice of bread, just plain?
1: I have. I don't believe, honest to God, other than those crappy diners that I went to, that they put a little dot of butter in the middle on it. I don't think I've ever eaten a raw piece of toast with nothing on it.
0: Or I, or even bread, bread no, or toast. No bread,
1: bread or toast. I don't ever remember eating a piece of bread with nothing on it in my life. <laughs>
0: Gosh, how about Cece? How about a piece of lettuce? Because as we've talked about. Basically, when you go somewhere and you say, man, that was a good salad, it basically means that dressing sure was good because that lettuce <laughs> is terrible.
2: I eat lettuce by itself all the time. Do yeah. you? In you like get those little boats of the- lettuce, you know, a, a romaine lettuce, leave boats yeah. that are already triple washed, you know, and you just pick yeah. up a couple of them and you just use them for your snack because I don't like to clean the bowl out for my salad, so I just eat the lettuce.
0: Oh, Okay. You mean that bowl was
1: dirty that you served me when I was down there? You'd had lettuce in that that you ate. I like G-Man oh
0: God!
1: She's white. Don't don't shame me. <laughs> okay.
0: Oh man. What what about while we're on foods? What are foods that are also ingredients? But so you would eat it as itself, but you would also. It would be like a staple of an ingredient into something that you would make. Oh.
1: You mean like I've, jam?
0: It has to be, it has to be, well, what'd you say? Nut jam?
1: No, I said jam. Oh, jam.
0: <laughs> no, jam is already made out of something. Oh, it has okay. to be like uh, an, honey. an elemental. Honey. Yeah. Honey. A spoonful right. honey. of honey yeah. makes That's, your day go okay. back. Okay. That's good. <laughs> Obviously, milk, because you use milk to make a lot of things. Um, yeah. Nuts is another nuts, one I came yeah. up with. Eggs
2: would do be there. Yep, and eggs. You put beef and a beef off, you know.
0: Yeah, I guess <laughs> beef is sort of... <laughs> I don't know if that counts or not. There's really not very many things, though, that you would like milk, um Well, water. vegetables and fruit. Yeah, I guess. But what do you... I mean, what do you, well, I guess you could take vegetables and make, obviously, vegetable soup or some sort of a casserole or something. Or a
1: salad or something like that. Yeah, okay.
0: All right. Final food question is, what are staple foods that you should never run out of? Either processed foods or like raw ingredients like sugar or salt or
2: something. Coke never run out
0: of that. <laughs> you and Hunter Biden. Yeah. What? <laughs> That's oh, his favorite yeah, yeah, drink. Yeah. <laughs>
1: A cola. Coke. A, co- A cola. Okay. Uh,
2: now yeah. that, you know that okay. you might switch to Pepsi. <laughs>
1: Ew, yeah, I got to think about
0: that. Uh, um, Cece, what's one thing that that um, I'm trying to think of? Uh, her uh, her nickname has never run out of. Or if you if you ran out of it, you would say, What in the world? Why don't we have X in the house?
2: <laughs> Why don't we have a food?
0: Yeah, some sort of food. I was just thinking. I mean you always think of like sugar, salt, flour.
2: Yeah, not brown sugar, cinnamon, Pop Tarts. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> you can never run out of that. That would be tragic. <laughs> yeah
2: sugar salt Nothing sugar salt flour yeah you're good to go with all Pretty those much. things
1: baking soda that's something that you can run out of i suppose yeah
0: what is baking yeah. soda made out of that's not like a elemental ingredient like i mean you don't make i mean flour obviously comes from wheat and whatever but what is baking soda come what is, i mean there's something that it's made out of right or not
2: Baking I don't powder, have any idea.
1: I've just been eating it my whole a life. Bake, oh, yeah. a
2: baking powder tree. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
0: I don't know. Um, one other thing and then I'll let uh, whoever go but and I don't think you've had this CC being down at the Southern Command but you've I'm sure you've heard of the uh, the uh, Canadian fires which are again kind of bringing the smoke down this way and and I saw uh, warning, it said sensitive people should stay inside. And so my immediate thought was well, what about insensitive people?
1: <laughs> I thought you were going to say all liberals?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> liberals inside, conservatives outside. Yeah, yeah. Uh, would most people consider either one of you sensitive or insensitive?
1: Insensitive, I am totally.
2: Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm sensitive. CC, how I'm about very you? sensitive.
0: Are you? <laughs> okay.
1: I had uh, my buddy's a coach for his seventh grade girls softball team, and they had their game uh, postponed yesterday because two girls uh, were sensitive to the air quality that was going through our area at the time. So they postponed that because of those two girls. You know what I would say if I was the coach? (laughs) I would say, oh, you know, that's okay, Emily and Susie. You can sit out, but we're not canceling the game or postponing it, and if you want to postpone it because of those two girls that could play all day long in this stuff, then you lose. It's a loss. If you decide not to play when everybody else was coming here with all their parents and kids, what do you want a loss or do you want to play? I'm sorry. See, that's my insensitive
2: part. Yep. Well, I have good news for everybody. All right. And don't let anybody say this is not an educational podcast, but this is actually the, that's all everyone this says. Is, this is the story behind baking soda. All right. <laughs> NAHCO3 <laughs> It's mined and then created through a chemical process. Nicolite and trona. Baking <laughs> baking soda is NAHCO3, a naturally occurring crystalline chemical compound. Wow, trona is where does it come trona from? Trona is refined soda ash. And the big supply of Trona is in Wyoming. Hmm. It says they have 127 billion tons, which is right now 40 billion usable. And at the current rate of production, it'll last over 2,000 years. Woo! So we won't run out of it. So we're in pretty good shape. And then... That's pretty and odd. then Naha Colite is a naturally occurring sodium bicarbonate that does not contain chemical additives. It's in large quantities in the central salt body of Searles Lake, California, at, uh, and has concentrations up to five feet deep thick in oil shale deposits in Colorado, where it's commercially mined. It's also in Botswana and Kenya uganda turkey and mexico that's great
0: so all those things are basically elemental baking that is baking soda food, so yeah I'm,
2: I'm thinking baking powder is a little bit uh, similar so yeah
0: huh that's pretty cool not really i, did, I didn't even have to use. i do not AI. want my
1: baking soda coming from botswana <laughs> <laughs> i don't want anything coming from botswana right. over into my sor- shores of america
2: all right. Did you have one other thing, CC? Uh no, well, I mean, I can probably get baking powder real quick, but
0: okay. <laughs> well, how about while while you're looking it up, since I just realized that this is going to be our our episode before Independence Day, G-Man and CC, do you have any Independence Day memories or thoughts to share?
1: Oh, we all know what the importance of that is. We are the sheriffs of the world, we always have been, and that is the most critical importance of Independence Day, because we keep the world safe.
0: Agreed. CC, any uh, additions?
2: Well, it's the day that the tyranny, the beginning of the tyranny of the British Empire came to an end in the United States, which be, what became the United States of America. But it was actually something far greater than that, and it was, as G-Man said, the beginning of freedom for the whole world. And there'd probably be a lot of people right now in this day and age that would disagree with that, especially if you've talked about reparations at all lately, which is another whole crazy subject. There is still nobody better, nobody stronger, nobody smarter, but most importantly, nation founded on the principles of God in the Bible and the 10 commandments and the beatitudes and everything that goes with that and it stands for. And that's the reason that we survived, we'll continue to survive and those of us that feel that way will fight for it uh until uh, our departure from this particular Existence. So, yeah, it's a pretty big day.
0: Agreed on all counts. I would like more people to refer to it as Independence Day instead of the 4th of July because I think a lot of it, of what you two both just said, gets lost when you think of it that way because you forget the importance of it. And I mean, Thanksgiving is Thanksgiving. We don't call it, you know, the 4th Thursday of whatever, and Christmas is Christmas, and for some reason, Independence Day has become the Fourth of July, and for all those reasons, I think people really need to stop and think that, thank goodness for those brave men and women along the way, but the, the people who had the gumption to do what they did back then, I mean, it would be hard to scare together enough people in politics these days to do anything remotely close
2: to that. Amen. Uh, you know that's interesting. We, it's. I think that I think the media, the news media, makes us believe that. But I think the reason we still are where we are is because, the ones that are trying to destroy us, they know how many there are that would take up arms, and that's why they continually try and change the gun laws to take as many away from the people who would rise up when the final straw hit, when we said no more, like people finally started to do during the, uh, fake demic that we had. So it, um, yeah. So I, I still have great hope and, uh, encouragement. And I think with the, uh, internet and communication devices that we have, I don't think they're going to be able to hold us down. And I think the time is coming. There's, there's been some rumblings that, uh, the time could be this year. And there could be a whole a whole new world that we've all been hoping and waiting for, and it may just happen this year. Time will tell.
0: Wow, well, you need to uh, come back more often.
2: <laughs> well. Yeah, you see a lot and you uh, you know, it's you got to do it. We're we're the ones that are going to do yep. it. And uh, we do it here, but we do it in our everyday lives. We preach what we believe, and we talk, and we drop the golden nuggets to everybody we come in contact with that's willing to listen, just like Jesus did. You know, hey, everybody didn't uh, walk on the water, and they didn't all come back from the dead, but a few of them did. And, uh, you know, the ones that were able to pick up what he did and talked about, we can still do it here and now, and that's what we're all working on.
0: It beats not trying, that's for sure. Because that's the alternative, is is to give in to the wokeness and the weakness and all that other stuff.
1: I think somebody else is, in a roundabout way, coming back from the dead in a year and a half, too.
0: Ooh. All right. <laughs> well, what what's the general consensus about DeSantis sort of failing to really catch fire? I know it's still early, blah, 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 but... I mean, what do people down there think?
2: I honestly really haven't talked to anybody to get okay. any any uh, temperature of who knows what. I just think like anything else, it's still way too early and there's way too many things that are going to happen even in the next three months, let alone year, before any decisions are made. So I know, what, next January is when it really begins, kind of? yeah january february yeah i think it's too i think it's there's so much that can happen between now and then i i personally don't even see why keep track of anybody or anything right now because there's too much that's going to change in our country and in the world and uh you know and <laughs> i don't know if face saw the video of the current president wandering off the stage of a major news network today but it was pretty like no oh
0: no <laughs>
2: okay uh. see you bye i'm leaving okay folks we'll be right back with uh trying to act like he was still there but
0: oh god up
2: and left. <laughs> oh <laughs> i gotta see that. <laughs> it was i mean uh, i don't uh you know Bless his little heart, you know, who, who's ever <laughs> pulling his puppet strings. It's just a very... It's not kind what they're doing to him, you know? And uh, I, if... It, it's unbelievable that 50% of the country or whatever they claim to have on their side can really think that that's the best thing or person, excuse me, that they can put forward for a nomination. I mean, it is... It is I, I just... I don't know how they're going to do it, but if they don't, I, I will be, I'll be more surprised than you know, any, almost any other thing that's happened so far, because it just makes zero sense for that guy to be in the office. It's just totally wrong in pretty much every respect.
0: G-Man, final word. Yeah. No. <laughs> Bring us up, G man. <laughs> Me? Yeah. <laughs>
1: no, I, I just like to. Task. I, I've got an audience here, and I I just like to say to the audience, what did you think of CeCe's effort to get on our podcast tonight? <laughs> yeah. Th- th- yeah. Thank you. Thank everybody. That he. he all right. He heard you. Jeez. <laughs> I'd <laughs> like to thank you for for making it to this podcast tonight. Yeah, yeah it was you, awesome. You, you always you always take it to another level, uh, as I could see on my on my voice memo here today. <laughs> that
2: uh, you saw got you definitely did you still that. Got all the panes in your glass are not cracked.
1: Uh, no, they are cracked, and two are broken. But that's okay. I'll put up some Kentucky curtains, and we'll be all good for tomorrow. <laughs>
0: Right. Okay, well, inside baseball, I guess, but uh <laughs> we appreciate everyone coming lastly the, the last couple of weeks we have uh, had a little bigger audience, hopefully that's not a fluke or an anomaly because the more people watch, we just got a new listener who stopped by our house tonight and he's going to take a listen and spread the word, so come back again and again and again to the right angle that was easy.